This is Franchise Today, brought to you by FRM Solutions, providers of the best-in-class software solutions for franchise relationship management. Franchise Today is your destination for weekly information, conversations, and interviews with accomplished industry leaders, all of whom share best practices for sustainable growth and sensible franchising. Here now, your host, Stan Friedman, to kick off this week's podcast. Week 8 of Franchise Today, coming to you from under house arrest in Marietta, Georgia. I'm Stan Friedman, happy as ever to be healthy, but sick and tired as one can be of being under quarantine. So, with more than 30 states back in business in one form or another, I, as a member of one of those higher risk categories, continue to maintain my six feet of distance from others as a matter of common sense and for my love of life. With that said, and just ahead of thanking Shelly's son for her outstanding performance last week, I've got an update to share with you from Matt Haller at the IFA. Matt tells us that according to guidance issued Sunday night, the Treasury Department and SBA intend to issue rules regarding a major issue of concern for IFA members that have taken PPP loans. This deals with the challenge that many have when they try bringing employees back to work who, thanks to the infinite wisdom of government, may now be making more on unemployment insurance than they ever did at their jobs. While this guidance does not correct the poorly crafted legislation itself, it will overcome its impact on an employer's ability to get forgiveness on a PPP. In a nutshell, what it says is that SBA and Treasury intend to issue an interim final rule that will exclude laid-off employees that the borrower offered to rehire from the CARES Act loan forgiveness reduction calculation, assuming that they were offered the same salary and wages and the same number of hours as they had before. The interim final rule will specify, to qualify for this exception, that the borrower will have to have made a good-faith written offer to rehire and the employee's rejection of that offer offer must also be documented by the borrower. Employees and employers should be aware that those employees who reject offers of re-employment may forfeit eligibility for continued unemployment compensation. Well, that's a mouthful, but it is an important bit of news and some good news it is at that. Okay, so with that said, I'd like to thank last week's guest, the iconic Shelly Sun, founder and CEO of Bright Star Care. Hands down, this was a top-notch briefing from a highly engaged and competent franchising executive, a role model, if you will, for leadership in any times, much less times like these, as we've all been paddling in uncharted waters that we've been forced to swim in for the past couple of months. Please be sure to download this episode if you've not done so. You won't want to miss it. I'd also like to encourage you once again to become a Franchise Today contributor, whether to recommend future guests, offer suggestions regarding show content, sponsorship opportunities, or anything franchise-centric. Your input is both invited and appreciated. And as always, if there is anything that I can do for you personally or through my extensive network of franchising professionals, please know that I'm here to serve. You need do nothing more than drop me an email or drop me a phone call to talk more about any or all of that. All of my contact information is listed on my LinkedIn profile, and I would sincerely love to hear from you. Tell you what, let's take a quick break right here. And when I return in less than two minutes, I'll be joined by this week's guest, one of the nicest guys you'll ever want to meet anywhere in franchising or otherwise. Cordell Riley coming up next, so stick around. Franchise Today will be right back, but first a word from our sponsors. Hey, Stan Friedman here with a word about Transitive, an amazing marketing platform that actually delivers what others can only imagine. Accurate, dependable results that are second to none. All right, without getting too deep into the weeds, Transitive connects franchisees' customer data from all sources 
providing high-octane fuel for their marketing engines. They then deploy machine learning. Yes, artificial intelligence, which identifies various customer traits and habits, attributes that would otherwise likely go unnoticed, and it segments these customers into groups. This is important because, as we know, not all customers provide your franchisees with equal dollar value. But wouldn't it be great if they could easily identify who's who? Well, that's exactly what Transitive does. And what's more, it then accurately drives the appropriate offers to each of those customer groups, delivering specific personalized messages to each of the group's customers. Just like that, your franchisees are engaged in laser-focused target marketing, delivering them much more bang for the buck. You've got to see it to believe it. So what are you waiting for? Order up a demo today and tell them I sent you. Find them online at www.transitive.io. That's www.transitive, T-R-A-N-S-I-T-I-V dot I-O. Cordell Riley is a certified franchise executive and servant leader with more than 20 years experience on both the franchisor and supplier side of franchising. Cordell's core competencies lie both in training and operations, as is demonstrated by his many years directing training for driven brands. Before founding Tortle, the premier e-learning and training platform, Cordell is a past member of the IFA's Educational Foundation and currently serves on the IFA's supplier board. Today, Cordell is here to talk about a compelling program that he's created to help franchisors assist their franchisees as they work through some of the issues caused by the COVID-19 coronavirus crisis. This in terms of their personal health and welfare, psyches and emotions, as well as those of their teams and teammates. Cordell Riley, welcome to Franchise Today. Stan Freeman, thank you for having me on, my friend. Great to talk with you. How many times have I thought about why don't we do an interview, Cordell? I think the last time we saw each other was at the IFA convention and finally said we should really do this. I'll say you mentioned IFA convention. That seemed like eons ago with all the things that have happened in between them. But I think you're absolutely right. That was the last time we physically saw each other and got to talk. Um, So I'm glad that we're connecting again, my friend. Cordell, before we do anything, everybody who comes on Franchise Today has to begin the interview the same way. And that's to roll back the tape to the moment in time where franchising found you and explain to the audience when that was and how that happened. Wow. Wow. You know, so Stan, I probably like a lot of people, I stumbled into franchising. The somewhat Reader's Digest version of it, and if you want me to expand, I absolutely will. But after I graduated from college in Mississippi, Mississippi State, go Bulldogs is where I went to school at. I uh, graduated May of 92, studied business and just not a lot of opportunities for business at the time in Mississippi and had a really good friend of mine and fraternity brother that that had set out to Charlotte and we're just talking on the phone one day and he said, Cordell, have you found anything? I said, you know, I have not found anything. He says, have you thought about leaving Mississippi? I said, I'm open to it. And, you know, he said, Charlotte's a great up and coming city. And I said, what do I have to lose? So I packed everything in my little car and headed out to Charlotte. And that was August of 92. And back then, Stan, I was just looking. And this was a day when you look in the newspaper for a job. I don't know if you remember that, but hopefully some other people remember those. <laughs> Times. Um, There's so, a few of us out there, Cordell. There are a few of us that remember those days, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so there was a blind ad in the newspaper that I responded to for the title of operations manager. And this was, I remember this data vividly, Stan, because uh, I responded to this ad and I got called in for an interview on my birthday. So November 11, 92 is when I went into 
interview for this blind app for operations manager. And they were essentially looking for people that had studied business that can come in and talk to people about ways to make their business better. Now, that company turned out to be Meineke Discount Muffler. And I remember as I'm sitting in, in, in the interview with John Lane, uh, who was the director of operations, and he kind of explained what they're looking for. And he says, you know, Cordell, we're a franchise organization. What do you know about franchising? And I gave John a very honest answer that says, John, I don't know anything about franchising. But nonetheless, there was something that he liked in me or my honesty or my upfrontness that he gave me a shot. In January of 1993, I started my career with that group. And that's how I stumbled into franchising, staying purely by accident. But nonetheless, I'm still here in it. So like many in the audience that know you, I know you from being a trainer for, for many years. And we'll talk more about the evolution from Meineke to the world that we're in today. So you arrive at Meineke you give a straight and honest answer that says, I know nothing about franchising. What kind of a first assignment were you given and how did you get your knowledge base up to a level where you could actually help others learn as compared to needing to learn yourself? Yeah, you know, Sam, it's a great question because I tell you, it was probably the best place that I think I could start in franchising and it was operations. And I'll tell you candidly, I still have a passion for things, operations and training related today. So they were trying this new concept of what they called in-house operations managers, essentially people that had studied business that can come in and provide some business consulting advice to franchisees via the phone. Um, now, we quickly discovered that that was probably not the most effective at that time. So I quickly went from in-house to uh, to out in the field operations manager, but getting in and understanding the nuances from the operation side of it, I think was just a great sounding board for me or a platform, I should say. You know, some of the basic things, stands that I did is obviously I went through the initial training program that they had available for franchisees at the time, got to talk with some very successful operations people that were already doing it to kind of learn from them. And then it was really just kind of jumping in and, and learning. Now, I certainly made some mistakes uh, from certainly being such a new person in the field. And tell you a funny aside. So, you know, Meineke discount mufflers, obviously automotive shops. One of my first visits when I went from in-house to in the uh, field was going into a, a muffler shop, automotive shop with a shirt and a tie on with my clipboard in hand, ready to do my field visit inspection. That did not go too well, uh, Stan, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can probably imagine and get that. No kidding. Here. Nonetheless, that was a great platform for me. So from there up to the current day, and we're going to talk about some new things that you're doing. I kind of teased it with the audience last week when Shelly was here. Shelly's son was our guest last week, and I ended the program last week talking about Cordell and his five E's. So we're going to chat about that, but I'm really interested in all those years. How many total at Meineke or Driven Brands? Yeah, yeah, Stan. Well, first of all, you didn't tell me I was following Shelly. I mean, you're, you're putting me up against stiff competition here. I don't know if it's competition. I love Shelly. She's a great person, so I'm sure she shared some, some great things. She um, left a lot of breadcrumbs, Cordell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 20 beautiful years, Dan, at Driven Brands, 20 beautiful years. And yes, it started as Mikey Discount Mufflers, but I, I was very fortunate to uh, do like five different things inside the inside that organization from operations to customer service to warranty. I ultimately uh, took over the training role, Stan, in 99. And that's when I think really things really started to click in for me. I love talking with new franchisees and love talking with their managers and their employees and ultimately helping them to understand how the business system, which is obviously what a franchise is, how if you effectively leverage that business system, you have a greater likelihood for success. So taking that business system and finding effective ways to train that to franchisees and again, their employees is really where 
I really kind of defined my zone and my sweet spot. And certainly as part of that, back in the late 90s, we were looking for ways to supplement what we were doing with a um, instructor-led component. And we became proponents of e-learning and rolled out some of the organization that gave us great success there. And from that, uh, that led to the idea that maybe there's an opportunity to create a separate sister company that can take these services to the open market. So I'm very fortunate that I was able to actually found a company that took those services to franchising and did that for many, many years and had a lot of fun with that. But that's kind of where I started there. And again, 20 great years with that organization. And what am I doing now and how am I leveraging those skills? And if you really cut me at the core stand, you'll find that I'm truly a franchising training and operations person. I really do believe that if you're really going to get your franchise to the next level, how do you invest in your system? How do you take your system and make sure that franchisees and their employees can effectively implement and utilize. And that's certainly by having a strong training platform and a strong training program in place and spending a lot of time on that. And more recently, probably over the last three years, Stan, I've been asked to take what I know and share that with franchisees and at conferences and conventions in the form of keynotes and talks. And I'm really, really enjoying and loving that. And really went into this year with a full docket of conferences that I was going to be doing. But obviously, we know a little virus came along and started to <laughs> Little virus, little virus, there you go, uh, started to pivot things. So I had to pivot what I was doing. And I'll give credit to Marianne O'Connell for this, Dan, because she really reached out to me about, I think it was four weeks ago and said, Scordell, you know, there is so much talk in this current environment about things that franchisees rightfully need to be hearing about, PPP loans, rent abatement furloughs and all of those things. But there's a need for some inspiration. There's a need for some encouragement. So I said, that's probably something I can do something about. And I put together a session that's giving some traction that I'm doing virtually. And it deals with those E's that you touched on, Stan, and I'm having a lot of fun doing it. So let's call those E's out. There are five of them. There is encouragement, engagement, education, entertainment, and the last one, my favorite, escape. Yeah. So how does that work? What do you do with that? Is this like a classroom setting or is it interactive and engaging? What would a franchisor be signing up for if you were to sign up for a program like that with you? Yeah, yeah. Great question, Stan. So it's actually, it's a, it's a Zoom session. It's a virtual workshop. And Stan, I am so far from just doing a normal talk where I'm just sitting up and clicking you through several PowerPoints. I don't personally think that's the most effective way. I am big on engagement. I think if you get people engaged, the learning is much more effective. And it's also a little bit of fun. So that's kind of where the escape comes in at too. So if they get involved and participate and come along, then it's a little bit of an escape. And you know, I certainly think that people need an escape in this environment because you can easily get consumed with all the negative and all the other things that are in the atmosphere right now. So an escape is certainly something that I look to share with this. But it's going through some points, Stan. So when I put this together, and this kind of goes to the education side, I know up close and personal many franchisees that have just been very, very successful in this space. So when I decided to do this, 
I went out to my friends and franchise and I specifically asked them. So all trying times, we're all going through it, but what are some of the things that you're looking to do in order to come out of this better? And they shared some things with me and those kind of form the basis of the pieces that I look to share with franchisees in that engaging virtual 30 minute uh, session. Are there any breadcrumbs that you can share and that may be of interest to some of those franchisors listening to us now? Yeah, yeah. So Stan, what I heard from franchisees so my target, if I'm sharing this with, is the franchisee. And who I went to are the franchisees that were very successful inside of their system. Probably the biggest one that I'll share, Stan, that really came out was got to get your head in the game. You got to get your head in, your ga- in the game. Whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, you're going to be right. Whether you think you can emerge from this pandemic and be successful and keep your business going to the next level, whether you think you can't. Uh, you're going to be right. So the people that I talked to just had that mindset of, yes, I'm going to come out of this. It's going to require work. But if I had to give you the biggest thing that came out of it, they had the right mindset uh, going into it and they're working their butts off in order to put things in place that are going to help them overcome and be successful for that next level. I'm reminded of somebody I used to work for way back in my early days of franchising. I've, I've talked about this before on the podcast, but you remind me of this again, Cordell, and that was something that a man named Bob Purcell, who was our chief financial officer way back when in my first of three stints with ERA franchise systems. And Bob would tell us that change is certain, growth is optional. And so you have choices. And it's kind of like you used the example, if you were sitting on an island someplace and a tsunami warning came over, there was nothing you could do to stop the progression and the advancement of the tsunami. What you could do though, is decide what level of a building you wanted to be in or on the ground floor to weather that storm. So you have change is certain and that thing is coming and it's gonna change things, but what are you gonna do about it? That's up to you. Yeah, you know, Stan, I agree 110% and I love that quote and you'll probably hear that from me again the next time we see each other talk because I love it. But you know, the way that I think about that as well, it kind of goes into this, you know, how you respond or how you react to something thing kind of goes along those same lines because nobody chose to be a part of this pandemic. This was certainly thrust upon us, but how you respond to this is going to be the key aspect that comes out of that. So I love what you said. I think it's a great message and a great point. I just marvel at how many people say they loathe change. People generally don't like change, but the reality is that there are changes in our lives every day. If you just take it down to the weather, the sun comes up, the sun goes down, it's change. It gets cold, it gets hot. So we've learned that change is part of our life, but it's, I guess, having to manage around it and how to stay in front of it or keep it working for you. So Stan, let me just add one point to that. I mean, so I shared with the group that I started out this year going in with a full dance card of on stage speaking sessions at franchise conference. We love doing that. This pandemic came along and guess what? We can't be together in those big groups. So that's immediate change and a pivot. And Mm -hmm. that says, okay, what's the other way that you can, first of all, there's still a need for messages and still a need for content. So here's a way to pivot and do it in a virtual environment that still keeps things going out there. So it's how you respond, it's how you react to it. It's where the key comes. Cordell, are you doing these programs or offering these programs for corporate staffs as well, or just for franchisees? Stan, certainly the primary target is for franchisees 
franchisees uh, inside the day-to-day of the operations, but certainly as we're doing them, there have been members of the corporate team uh, that have been joining and have been participating. And the feedback that I've gotten is from the people I've done it for is that the message certainly resonates and is impactful and powerful for them as well. So primary target audience are franchisees and people that are on the front lines, but certainly it's beneficial for uh, corporate staff team members as well. Tell you what, Cordell, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, let's dive a little deeper into these five E's and what a program like this could look like for franchisors in different verticals and different market segments and who best may benefit from this on a go forward basis. We're back with Cordell Riley right after this. Franchise Today will be right back. But first, a word from our sponsors. This portion of Franchise Today is brought to you by Zoracle, providers of spot-on profiles, the gold standard of assessment tools that assure you're selecting the right franchisees every time. Unlike DISC or others that simply gauge personality or communication styles, Zoracle's spot-on assessments are all franchise-specific and based upon seven sciences that nail the results each and every time. Your prospects simply answer a few questions online, and like magic, Zoracle's algorithms scientifically slice, dice, and analyze their thresholds for risk, their business acumen, and even their propensity for single or multi-unit ownership. Zoracle's spot-on analysis is like having a crystal ball, but there's no hoodoo here. It's all based upon science that flawlessly determines franchisee, franchisor compatibility, and accurately predicts performance. Why don't you schedule a demo today and take a complimentary look and see for yourself. It's the closest thing to a sure thing. Zoracle, spot on assessments based on science, but delivering results that seem simply magical. Check them out at www.zoracleprofiles.com. And we are back with Cordell Riley talking about an exciting program that he's bringing to market. And I think this is a case in point of while awful things have happened and probably will continue to through some of the COVID-19 coronavirus crisis, good things will be born out of it as well. There will be companies born out of this crisis that provide services that we never thought about or contemplated needing prior to this little bit of a pivot in our lives. So, you know, handshakes are going to be gone forever and fist bumps or other kinds of expressions may replace the handshake. There are going to be a lot more businesses that are going to be doing a whole lot more to deliver services to people who may still want to keep their distance. I think food to go is going to continue to grow even after the virus goes. Cordon, your five E's to me is is right there among those. So it's relationships really that you're teaching the management of. I feel like my business and yours are not terribly different in that they approach relationships in franchising. Mine is data-driven and software-driven. Yours appears to be more on the soft skills side and helping people believe in themselves and, and drawing out from them the things that can help them manage their relationships with their customers as well. I'd love to know more about how the facilitation of the program looks so that franchisors can get a better picture in their mind's eye of what it would look like for you to conduct one of these for them. Yeah, yeah. And Stan, I'll just go back to your point for a second. Yeah, things are going to come out of this. But again, I'll just state this point again. You know, when I look at successful people, it's because of what they did, what they didn't do, but probably more importantly, how they responded to something. Okay. What they did, they were great at sales. They were great at finding the right location, whatever it might be. 
what they didn't do. They didn't make the investment that turned out to be a flop. They didn't make that investment. But more importantly, how do you control your response when things do happen? What did you do? How did you react? How did you respond? How did you lean in? How did you get your head in the game? Very, very important. And stand to your point about, you know, controlling how they think about things and the parallels between our businesses and the whole relationship side. It, it all comes down to relationships, certainly from a franchise or franchisee perspective and the end user customer. But yes, those franchisees really thinking about the relationships with their teams, thinking about the relationships with their end user customer. All of those are so critical and really hunkering down and thinking about how you focus on those is really, really important at this time. So yes, Dan, the delivery of this uh, is typically a, a third. 30 minute session. You know, I think when you do things in this type of format, they should not be long drawn out sessions. So no hour, no hour and a half talk. It's a 30 minute quick hit. It's high energy. Again, I want to get people engaged. I want to get them involved. I want them to participate. I want them to think. I am challenging them to uh, bring pen and paper to this because I actually have them write. I get them engaged. This is not a wait till the end and we're going to save 10 minutes if we're lucky or three minutes for questions at the end. This is so far from that. I want you engaged and I want them involved from the onset of this particular session. I want them to give feedback because while I have some things that I've certainly shared that I've gotten from those successful franchisees and just some other things that I read about. I want to hear from the people in the audience as well, because I know have, they have great things that will be beneficial for their audience. So a quick hitting, high energy, 30 minute session. We typically use Zoom uh, like everybody's using. Stan, do you have stock in Zoom? I wish I'd invested in Zoom before this came up. Right? Yeah, really. I'm with you on that front. Yeah, I know. So, but typically a 30 minute Zoom session, uh, high energy, uh, call to action. Uh, that's another thing I'll share as well. So it's not just coming and participating. I'm really going to call franchisees to action and ask them, yes, it's great to come and listen to this, but what are you going to take action on? What are you going to do differently when you leave this session? That's where the real magic happens, Stan. You obviously know that, that it's great to come and participate in things, but what change do you partake in? What do you do after is the real magic. So call to action is the other thing that I, I do as part of this as well. Is there any number of participants that make this work better than others? Is it limited to a smaller or an emerging type franchise brand? It is not, Stan. Come one, come all. Um, so I've had them from 30 to 60. I have another one that we're looking at doing for 300 and it fits all sizes and all groups. So uh, there is not one size that's better or or not at this and what about post program is there follow-up follow-through are you tracking and getting any metrics out of successes that are coming from the inspiration that was provided to those franchisees during the session you know saying at this point in time that's not something that we're doing that can't i go back to the big focus of this certainly the engagement and the inspiration and this was to inspire that you know there certainly can be some follow-up that comes along from these right now but my first task was to inject some inspiration into the environment right now, certainly looking down the road and some other follow-up actions that can come from that, certainly on the radar screen. But right now, the main focus was the inspiration aspect. Of it. Cordell, how would a franchisor sign up for this or learn more about this? Is there a website up? Is there some place where there are some talking points that you can share with franchisors? Absolutely. Absolutely. So certainly go out to CordellReilly.com, C-O-R-D-E-L-L, Riley, R-I-L-E-Y.com. So certainly go out there and you can see my website and you can certainly reach out to me from that 
perspective, and I would welcome the opportunity to talk with anybody that wants to do that. Stan, I'll certainly give you a phone and email if you want to include that in anything as well that people can get. Should I just give that to you now, Stan, or is there a different you can put it out. You can put it out right now, and I'll post all of this with links to the Franchise Today Facebook page as well, so those that don't have the ability to grab it right here and now will find it there. And they can also go to CordellSpeaks at gmail.com. Cordell speaks at gmail.com and they can phone me at 704-756-2895. 704-756-2895. And as I said earlier, I'm going to put this up and link it up onto the Franchise Today Facebook page. So for those who didn't grab that, just check it out there. You'll be able to find it as well. Cordell, before I let you go today, a couple of personal questions. Question number one, the number 623, what does it represent to you? Anything that you can think of? Oh, my goodness, Dan. No, you give me a numbers pop quiz. No, it isn't, nothing comes to mind on that. What should come to mind? The number of people that you and I share in LinkedIn connections. That's a big number, Cordell. We know a lot of good people, Stan. Well, we a lot of the same people. people. And in franchising, when you get into the 600 range of knowing the same people, you've got to know that you're traveling in good circles, right? So that was my first question. Second question on a personal front, for those of us who've known you for a long time, we all know the GQ-looking kind of guy who... Just is the most affable and personable person I've ever known in franchising. What would I be surprised to learn that I didn't already know about Cordell Riley? Uh, well, first of all, you're making me blush, uh, which is kind of hard to do, Stan, but uh, a little bit of a joke there too for those that do know me. So I'll give you three real quick. First of all, I am from the same hometown as Oprah Winfrey. So if you Google Kosciuszko, Mississippi, you'll see that Oprah and I are from the same hometown. I hope my wife does not hear this interview because she'll cringe because she's been in my presence so many times she's heard that numerous times. (laughs) I had the good fortune of working out with a former U.S. president last year at a conference. And at the risk of alienating anybody on this call, I'll just let them go out and Google who are the living presidents right now and let them let their imagination. Come on, Cordell, just drop it here and let's go. It's not a political (laughs) statement, so just put it out. I worked out with President Obama last year. Uh, That was at a conference. He ultimately came into the same gym that I was, got to work out with him for an hour and actually got to go up and, and meet him at the end of the uh, a workout. So it was pretty awesome. So that was pretty cool. But probably the biggest one, Stan, that will surprise most people because yeah, most people see me as a pretty conservative buttoned up guy, which is the case. But I am the biggest Prince fan that you will ever want to meet. So Prince, you up the 5'2 guy wearing the pants with the uh, with the cheeks out and all <laughs> that just is where music begins and ends with me. I have everything that he's done. I've seen him in concert seven times. And Stan, well, you'll appreciate this. I was one of the few, and I consider this a blessing. I was at his very last concert down in Atlanta at the Fox Theater four years ago. So I had had tickets to that concert the week before. Obviously, it got canceled and rescheduled. I drove back down. I was in the 10 o'clock show. So I, being such a Prince fan, I have the good fortune of saying I was able to experience his very last concert ever did. And that was my seventh time seeing him. So the biggest Prince fan that you'll ever want to meet. I toured his museum in Minneapolis three times and I could keep going on and on and on and on. But yeah, 
Biggest Prince fan you ever want to meet. That is one of the most incredible facts I learned about you. And I'm going to bust our good friend, Jerry Darnell. He's the whistleblower. He's the one who told me. And I said, Jerry, you're confused. I don't see Cordell. I mean, no. He said, no, take my word for it. This is true. This is true. So I said, yeah, okay, I'm going, to, I'm going to find a way to ask him about that when we talk on the podcast. Jerry gave me away. Well, Stan, well, so that's probably one of the things that appeals to me about him is the duality that's associated with Prince. So, I mean, you just think about the duality of with them and I, I'm drawn to duality. So yeah, but uh, Jerry ratted me out there, but yeah. Love, love <laughs> he gave you up. He gave you up and put in a nice and friendly kind of a way. Listen, Cordell, I think this is a great idea that you're bringing forth. You're going to help some people through the back end of things that they're not even thinking about yet. They're so busy on insurance and on getting their lives back in order and, you know, the nuts and bolts pieces. And there's just a calming effect that you bring to anyone who knows you, knows that that's a piece of you that they gain when they're in your presence. And why not transfer that then to their franchisees and help them help themselves back to getting business going again as usual and hoping that the new normal is just a temporary thing that we get back to the old normal sooner than later. Help them help themselves, Stan. I love the way you said that and I could not agree more. Help them help themselves and I am pleased to do it. You know, the other part of this is somewhat of a give back for me. Obviously, franchising has been what my career has been pin known for. And this is a little way of giving back and helping to take care of this community as well. So helping them help themselves. I love it. My friend, it's been a pleasure. And I really wish you the best and hope that this new normal for you just takes you to new places and that those who meet you along the way are going to be given a gift. Thank you. Great talking with you. And thank you for having me on. As I've always said, if there's one thing that Cordell Riley does consistently and like no other, it's his ability to inspire a smile, no matter what your circumstances or what you may be encountering. His five E's are compelling in times like these, and I'm inclined to believe that there could and should be more of that all the time, not just now. As we close out this episode, more than half the nation is in some stage of reopening America again for business. More adjustments every day and more to come, no doubt. But just go with the flow if you can. Ultimately, we'll all be stronger, better, and richer for the experience. I'm convinced of it. It's simply the American way. So, until next week, please, stay safe, continue doing the best you can. I'm Stan Friedman wishing you the best, the very best of all things franchising. And Franchise Today is out. Franchise Today is a production of FRM Solutions, providing best-in-class CRM tools to empower relationships with prospective and existing franchisees. No excuses, just solutions. Find them online at frmsolutions.com. Join Stan every Wednesday at noon Eastern for another live episode of Franchise Today. Or, as always, download episodes on demand at blogtalkradio.com or iTunes.